0: hello and welcome to Milk Carton Kids Podcast. I'm Katie Bocce and today I have my friend Lindsay with me. So welcome and thank you for being here.
1: Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, so this is a podcast about unsolved, missing, and murdered children. Um, But I'm just curious before we get started, do you have a story or a time where you were almost kidnapped as a kid or like you had like a strange feeling about a situation or someone?
1: Um, that's actually a really good question. I feel like I have before just like as a kid like at the park by myself or something but I guess not really anything specific. I mean I did have this one time where I thought my house was getting broken into but it was just my mom <laughs> who left her keys and she was like trying to like open a window and I like called the police or whatnot. You did? Yeah and they like came and like, like my mom was like no no no, it's just me like I just I left my keys I just am trying to get in. So. At least you But did that was that. the only time that I felt, I guess, endangered enough, but um yeah.
0: <laughs> Okay. So today we're covering cases of children who went missing while on vacation. And I'm going to go first today. My case is of missing baby Dior Coons. He was a two-year-old little boy from Idaho Falls, and he disappeared on July 10th, 2015. Dior's parents, Jessica and Vernal, decided to go camping with Jessica's grandpa and his friend Isaac. Isaac had never met them before um, this camping trip, and they arrived to the campground late, so they just like set up and went to bed. The next morning, the day started off normal. They had breakfast. Uh, Dior and his parents, they went to the store. When they returned, Isaac wanted to go fishing on his own, so he left for a while by himself. Jessica and Vernal leave Dior with the grandpa and they went off exploring by themselves. When they come back, they ask Robert, the grandpa, where baby Dior was. And he was shocked and confused because he said that he thought that he was with them. So now baby Dior is missing. The family begins to search for him. And then after 20 minutes of looking around the creek, Jessica, the mom, ends up calling the cops. Within 12 hours, a search and rescue crew from all over Idaho showed up and even helicopters. There was about 170 searchers um, looking, but after two days, the search was called off. They didn't find anything. Um, There was a report of a possible sighting about 100 miles away at a Walmart, but it turned out it wasn't the little boy. And then one month after the disappearance, a retired investigator reached out to the parents and said that he would conduct his own investigation. Tips poured in, but nothing substantial ever came from this, and billboards also started to pop up up all over Idaho so the case goes cold um, and in the winter the detective sent him a letter withdrawing from the case and this is where it gets like weird and super interesting and in the letter he wrote I told both of you that if I felt you were not telling me the truth stalling me or otherwise misleading that I would withdraw from the investigation in my opinion both of you lied and misrepresented the true facts that could solve the mystery of your missing son
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah, so it's, like, what What were they lying about? Yeah. So now they're, like, on, like, everyone's on high alert now because the parents look super suspicious.
1: Yeah, when did this, um, when did he come out and say that?
0: In the winter. So it was, like, the he went missing in July, and then sometime around like November, December he sends them this letter. Gotcha. And then they end up hiring a new investigator named Philip Klein and he was based out in Texas and then around the same time they also had a private candlelight visual on December 30th for Dior's third birthday. Okay. So fast forward to January 25th, six months after Dior went missing, the sheriff announced that Jessica and Vernal were suspects in their disappearance. The FBI had said that they were less than truthful in their polygraphs, And there was a lot of irregularities in their interview. Uh, The parents became outraged. And even her dad came out on like a talk show. Like he did like a little phone call where he called in. And he was like screaming about how they have no proof. They have no evidence that they are the cause of the disappearance. And the interviewer was like, you know, did they do this? And all he could say was, they don't have evidence. They don't have evidence. And it wasn't like a... No, of course they could never do this. Like, the only thing he ever said was, like, they don't have evidence. It's just
1: a very logical mm-hmm. answer.
0: Yeah, and he stated, like, you know, they don't have evidence, and I just wish that they would just shut up.
1: Who says that?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Exactly. Like, huh, interesting.
1: Especially because so, they're, like, trying to help you figure out what your right. child is.
0: So, and the new detective... Also agreed with the sheriff and sent on TV that Jessica herself told his investigators that she knew where the body was, but she wouldn't finish the story. Like, she wouldn't say where he was at.
1: And that isn't evidence enough to, like, arrest them?
0: Mm mm. Just hearsay at that point. Oh, like,
1: that's true, I guess, but.
0: Because she denies it. So. Oh, right. Shortly after that, they fired him, obviously, yeah. um, and then hired another attorney. So, and then Klein announced that he is staying on the case because an anonymous person is paying him. So, so it's just like drama after drama that's oh, happening. Wow. Like So, then that following spring, they close the campsite for two weeks for another search, but nothing's found, unfortunately. Uh, they've never been arrested, but they did start making changes, like, shortly after that year. Vernal took a truck driving job in another state, and Jessica, who was engaged to Vernal at the time of Dior's missing... Um, married another man. In the interview, Isaac, the friend of the grandpa, was, like, pretty odd. And, like, some of the questions that they were asking him, he just seemed, like, cagey and just, like, didn't really want to answer it. Uh, one of the questions that was asked was, like, can you say for sure Baby Dior was up there that day? And he said yes. No hesitation. But then when he was asked, could there have been an accident? He started stumbling in his answers, and he was kind of like, yeah, um... I mean, yeah, sure, there there could have been an accident, um, and then he they, he was also asked, Did you think that kidnapping was possible?' And then he sighed, like, <sighs> but he again said, that could be possible too. So I feel like he knew something and just like oh, wouldn't definitely. talk.
1: Definitely. like was there an accident? I
0: feel like there was probably an accident more than anything. Um, and then they just all tried to cover it up. Um, a year later, the sheriff said in an interview that he's moving towards homicide because they rolled out abduction, which I'm not really sure how they did that. Like, I don't know right. how they roll out abduction. Yeah. Um, and then they also rolled out an animal attack. Oh, okay. And then he doesn't believe that Dior was ever at the campsite. He thinks that the parents did something, like, long before he was at the campsite. Um, and the four of them have never been cleared. The grandpa passed away in June of 2019. Uh, the investigator said these mountains hold a secret and eventually they will come out. And hopefully it does.
1: Because. Wow. Yeah. Is that crazy. Oh my goodness. I feel like with a lot of these cases too, like parents are always like the, they have to be the first main suspects. Mm-hmm. And then oh yeah. Before they're completely ruled out, which I mean, I mean I would be offended too if I was a parent being suspected, but. I yeah. Don't know. The way that they kind of came off was not like Yeah,
0: and then like the poly- I wonder what polygraph questions like they showed up on truthful on.
1: Yeah, I'm curious. Did it that was that not like public um, information?
0: I didn't really see anything yeah. on it,
1: but interesting. Yeah.
0: Um I I just honestly feel like it was an accident. Something happened. Like I think that he was up there.
1: I could totally see that, especially like a little baby like that too, mm-hmm. like around a big it was there around a creek, right? Yep, there was yeah. a creek, yeah. I don't know. Maybe like like drinking and whatnot. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. if you're camping, I guess I don't really want to assume stuff, but I know just it's kind so of hard. A picture. I know
0: <laughs> it's so hard when you're like, especially if you're not a parent. Like, we are not right. parents. Yes. And like, it's so Disclaimer, easy. Disclaimer, yeah. <laughs> it's so easy to be like, if I was a parent, I wouldn't do that. Like, or. You know how could they how could they do this but
1: you have no clue
0: i would never take a kid camping unless i had a trailer like an rv
1: true yeah my i biggest, wouldn't do it my biggest fear with camping like i just always picture the worst happening when you're like peeing at night oh i don't when you're do like that. on high alert while i do not do around. That. you'll never catch me doing that wow i'll hold it in and i'll just
0: even if i can't sleep because i have to go to the bathroom I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will i don't care i'm not getting out of my tent i'm not doing it there is an age progression. Um, I put it in my little TikTok, so... But, yeah, and so you're up next.
1: All right. Well, I chose to look into Madeline McCann's case, um, which is obviously very, very famous mm-hmm. missing child case. Um, one of the most famous. One of the most famous. I know, I kind of got into it because, obviously, we all know the documentary on Netflix um, that came out, um, and when you brought up your podcast, that was, like, perfect. Yeah. Um, but, so, basically... Uh, the, uh, Madeline and her parents, um, Kate and Jerry, and I believe they had twins too. Mm-hmm. They had younger set of twins. Uh, they were from England and they went to vacation in uh, Portugal. And Priya Luz I'm gonna go with that. It sounds right. To the, me. It's probably wrong. I'm, yeah, wrong pronunciation. But um, they went to uh, stay there, which is like just like a beachy town in Portugal. Um, as their family vacation, and on May third, the family met with just some other people, like at the resort they were staying at. Ocean Club was the name of the resort. And they just met with some other couples, and um, down at the Tapas Bar, which is, I believe, less than a hundred yards away from where they were staying in their apartment. Um, and they would just take turns checking in on the kids who were sleeping in the room or whatnot. And I believe they checked was it twice before. I think that the dad checked once, and then the mom, it was her turn to go check. And it was, like, an hour or so later, it was around 10 p.m., that she went and checked. And when she went and checked, uh, she said that she noticed there was, like, more light being let into the room than before when she left. And then the door was open a little wider, I guess she said. Um, But from there, she realized that Madeline was not in her bed. Um, And so, obviously panic starts, yeah. starts oh, to happen. And, uh, yeah, panic ensued, obviously. And um, they notified the police. It seems that there's, like, two, like, main forms of, like, police in Portugal. Like, there's, like, the smaller form. I forget the exact name, but they came out first. They were, like, the first responders um, who came out with the dogs and whatnot. And then um, the second level came after them. So and would it be,
0: like, police and then, like, FBI? Basically, mm-hmm. I
1: guess when, like, the, the bigger form of, like, mm-hmm. police... It, I guess, would be closest to, like, an FBI came out. Um, they did state that a lot of things weren't marked, like, the, um, what do you call it? Like, the... Uh, the crime scene? The crime scene, yeah. It wasn't, like, preserved properly, so, like, I think a lot of things kind of slipped through the cracks through there, because, I mean... So it was just, like, a big mess from the get-go. It was just a big mess from the get-go. But, yeah, so that was May 3rd, um, and then I believe, yeah, I believe their, the parents stayed for... Well, I guess that doesn't really matter, but
0: yeah they did stay for a bit they did stay
1: for a while and I know they went back to England and that was like a whole thing too of oh they went back and, yeah you know whatnot but at the same time they had other kids and they were mm-hmm. um question they were suspects for a while um but that was dropped um when I guess more evidence came out and
0: also there was that like dog do you remember that dog the dog sniffing did you read about did you watch that Um, I
1: don't recall what
0: was... So, they had us When the dogs came in, the dog sniffers... Like, the dog sniffers? (laughs) (laughs) When the dog... Like, the search dogs came in, they found, like, a spot in the mom's room. When they find a scent, they they sit on the scent. And they did sit on the mom's area and behind the couch. So, there was, like... That was why they were, like, kind of suspects from the beginning because... One, it's super weird that you leave your kids by themselves in a foreign country in a room by themselves. And this is something that they did often because they had scheduled right. to sit at this table. for. They were planning on doing it every single night of this vacation. So there was probably drinks involved. Um, and then the search dogs, like they found a, a scent. But because it wasn't preserved, it was just a big mess. And then when they went home.
1: That was a huge thing too. Yeah, I think my thing is is that at least the time frame that the parents gave, it seemed like there was only like an hour or so. Yeah. It was like between when they had checked and she was there and then when the mom went back in and she wasn't there, so I feel like it's kind of like disheartening because like, oh, police probably could have found some type of evidence or something that's obviously no longer there. Oh, yeah. Because, um, I mean, it's one thing where it's like a whole day goes by and then you realize that your kid is not is missing, but it's it was just like that hour or so. Recently, though, they did, uh, I mean, we were kind of talking about that, the German prisoner who was, uh, he was in the area at the time, Yeah, Yeah. he, like,
0: worked in the area.
1: Yeah, Christian Bruckner, I think that's, uh, he had, like, a camper van and, like, a sedan, and he... Yeah, that fit the description that was in that area. Right, and so, I mean, that was just really recent. It was, like, December, January of, like, this year Mm -hmm. that that information came out, so I think they're still looking into that, but as far as, like, German police go, I mean, that that's because that's where he is they say that she's it's a homicide case like she's gone but obviously London um or England is still saying that it's still a missing persons case like it's still an open case because
0: there have been like sightings and there was a sighting and I don't know if it was in like Greece or it was in some country where they thought that they saw her um, when they went and checked it was not her, but the picture looked, like, chilling just like her. Just like
1: her, yeah. I was kind of thinking throughout, like, looking into this case a little more, I was, like, kind of thinking about other possibilities that, like, might not have been touched on. Like, I mean, obviously sex trafficking is, like, huge. Yes, they
0: did touch on that in yeah. That, yeah, that documentary Yeah, that she was put into sex trafficking. Um, there's this one Portuguese investigator... Or journalist, like, she's an investigator journalist, and she believes highly that that is what happened to her.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and that there's this huge, huge network, and there's a lot of, Ameri- like, big U.S. people who are very wealthy, who, you know, buy from other countries and, and are a part of this sex trafficking ring, and that is a huge, huge... Possibility and
1: what about the other two children too like what I wonder that was
0: also one thing that I wanted to bring up because Okay, so the mom goes in sees that she's missing. Oh my gosh. My child's been abducted She leaves the two kids there and then she goes out like if my child was abducted I wouldn't leave my other two to potentially be also abducted Because she goes right because she she went out back to the restaurant to tell them that they were missing So like to me that seems weird Like why would you leave your your other children there? Which also comes up to another conspiracy. They think that she was giving them melatonin to sleep or like something, like a sleep thing. And, like, maybe she overdosed and And she died. And then they were trying to cover it up because the two babies did not wake up when the police were coming in and, like, investigating and stuff. Like, the the babies didn't, the twins didn't wake up at all, which is, like, why? So then they were thinking, like, maybe they gave them melatonin at night and, like, or whatever. I don't know if you can overdose on melatonin, honestly, but they're little. She's just a little girl. So they were thinking maybe they gave them some kind of sleep thing, like, something to keep them asleep so they wouldn't wake up.
1: And that could also be. I mean, I know where we you're trying to get out with, like, the conspiracy of, like, oh, maybe she something, an accident happened mm-hmm. and they try to cover it up, which also is reminiscent of the Casey Anthony theory as well with Casey Anthony. They, like, yeah, try to bring that up with... I don't know, though, if they were
0: trying oh they did they tried to something. say like oh
1: she was like lacing her with zanax and yeah. i mean that, that's a whole nother case but um which like, maybe
0: they did that with my case too maybe my ch- like because you're camping and your baby won't sleep but you're camping when i went camping with my brother and they had a like a younger baby my my nephew jack he was young he was crying throughout the night they ended up having to pack up and leave in the middle of the night because he wouldn't stop crying so who knows like maybe my case they gave him, like, something to sleep, and he didn't wake up.
1: And that's, yeah, too, where I was kind of... Like, you were saying how, like, more of the conspiracy of, like, oh, gave her too much sleep, and they're trying to cover it up. But also that could be contributed to... She was so maybe on hopped up on melatonin that that's why, like, when the kidnapper, whoever took her, came in, it was it was able yeah, to oh, be she done, didn't wake so... Up, yeah, yeah, she didn't, she didn't wake, wake up. up, she didn't scream and or cry then, or anything. Yeah, so, I don't know. They also brought up, too, um talking about all the different, like, wells that are, like, the, mm-hmm. like, water wells that are around Portugal, and, like, how they kind of brought up, like, yeah, I mean, it would be possible for a little girl to maybe have fallen in, like, a well, which I thought that was kind of weird to bring up, because that's so random.
0: Yeah, like, what, she's just <laughs> like, was she just walking around and wandering the, yeah. around,
1: but I don't know, I feel like anything goes right now, because there really is not that mm-hmm. much evidence.
0: But there, there was also a witness that said that they saw a man carrying a baby.
1: Yeah. Uh walking
0: down by that like area which could have been that german man because in that car was also seen in the area so that is very possible that the german guy is who's in jail is the suspect but
1: you never know but i mean i hope one day in our lifetime we find out Mm -hmm. if i mean hopefully obviously we'd hope she's alive yeah i mean i just hope maybe one day we'll find out like what happened? Who yeah. knows? Maybe she's off somewhere in Greece, like
0: it's, um, with an it's, adoptive family. <laughs> it may it would make me like think twice about if I had a child and I went on vacation with them for sure. It's definitely one of those cases that there's just infinite possibilities of to what it could could be. You just go down a rabbit hole of just trying to find what it what it is, and you just want to know.
1: Anything else you want to add? I just watch your kids on vacations, I guess. yeah. I mean, that's scary.
0: It is terrifying. We never went on vacation, so (laughs) we never had to worry about
1: that. We just went to California. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we went to California. (laughs) We went to the Bay Area to
0: go visit my family, and that was it. We went to Disneyland one time. So thank you, Lindsay, for being with me. That was a lot of fun. Um, And thank you for listening. Please rate, subscribe, and leave a comment if you enjoyed this episode. And if you have a case that you want us to cover or you have an almost kidnapped story that you want to share, please email us at milkcartonkidspodcast at gmail.com.